On this episode of Quantum Week, May 9th through 15th, 2004. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies and music and headlines and stories. And we are continuing through May 2004 with Mean Girls and The Reason by Huba Stank. Yes. Um, before we get started, I want to thank our patrons, Jacob D, Nick M, Joe G. You're the best. Joe G. Joe G. All right. I guess. Uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you um, very much. Yeah, our Patreon show uh, coming up on, you're hearing this on Saturdays, Patreon show yep. on Sunday is going to be Troy. Right. So if you're looking for extra content, um, we were just talking before the show, there's not a lot of content out there right now. It kind of all sucks. So if you're looking for extra... Some stuff's extra- good. That doesn't all suck. Some stuff's good. No, I know. I'm just bored with it. Like, I've, I'm like not even looking at Netflix right now because I'm just bored with it. I look yeah. at it all and I'm like, this is, I've just seen all this stuff or whatever. It doesn't all suck. You're right. There's some good stuff out there. It's just not a lot of new stuff. You get particularly. I know that it's not big for you, but Wonder Woman. I was really excited for, yeah. and it's such a piece of shit that it's very disappointing. Um, no, there's good stuff out there. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of checking out of uh, superheroes for a while. Superheroes and Star Wars. I'm taking a little. Well, break. Why haven't you ever? I mean, you don't watch that stuff anyway. Oh, yeah, I've seen. I've seen all the Star Wars movies in the theaters since Empire Strikes. Uh, since Return of Jedi. Okay, yeah. I've seen every single Star Wars movie in the theaters. That's right. They're doing some new ones on Disney Plus, right? I'm not even interested. Yeah, I guess really. it's like 10 shows. Uh, and I haven't even seen a second of The Mandalorian. I, know, I, guess it's I did like the first season. I guess it's really good. Yeah. Uh, season two is out, uh, I guess. Uh, I guess it's really good. Uh, I just, I, I will watch it eventually. Yeah. Because I like John Favreau. I'm sure it's quite good. Yeah. Um, but I'm just kind of like, after that last episode, that was kind of the last uh, movie was I thought, quite bad. So. Solo was the last one, right? No. Um, the really? last Jedi. No, Return the Skywalker. <laughs> Yeah, the I Last hated Jedi, this. whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah right. Uh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah, I actually like that one better than the one before. But yeah, I see what you no, mean. Both were terrible. Both weren't great. Yeah, yeah. Episode, episode nine is what I'm referring to. I did not like. Yep. Episode eight was not good. But there's so, stuff out there. But if in case you need some more stuff, you know, become a Patreon. I think there's that'll be our tenth episode of on Patreon. Yeah, this, this Sunday. So there's a bunch of stuff up there. Um. So there you go. Uh, all right, Mean Girls. Mean Girls. What do you think about it? Um, okay, so I think if you are someone who wants to see a movie about teenage girls, I think this is probably pretty good. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, every generation, every decade, I guess is a better way to put it, has their high school movies. Like, we grew up with John Hughes movies, which is Breakfast Club and stuff like that. So I'm going to be more partial to Ferris Bueller and Breakfast Club then I'm going to be to Mean Girls because I grew up with it as a nostalgia element. Um, no one watches high school movies when they're in high school. You watch it before, right? Exactly. Because you know, like they're the cool kids you want to like watch. You know, no one's watching a movie about high school is when they're in high school in theory. Right. Um, so, you know, when I, if I was in junior high when Mean Girls came out, would I think it's way better than I probably do now? I probably would. I think so. Um, you know, in the nineties you had the Clueless is what I Clueless. what I what actually and I I really like Clueless. I thought it was a, a pretty good movie. And so I was comparing it to that. Yeah, it's probably a pretty fair comp. Yeah. Um I think that one's uh it's also pretty well regarded as well. Yep. Do you like Mean Girls? I think I give it like a B minus. It's all right. Yeah, that's what I give it. Yeah, it's not bad. I think no. the writing's pretty good. The acting okay. actually is pretty good. Well the cast is stacked. Yeah. The cast is stacked yeah. for a teenage movie. This is Whoever did the casting is really did an amazing job. Well, this all the periphery really characters are all right, TFA's friends. 
Right, which is fine. The girls themselves, though, to get... Are good, yeah. You know, Rachel McAdams. Uh, Rachel McAdams, before she b- blew up. Yeah. You have... Uh, oh, my God. I'm Lindsay Lohan. Well, um, Lindsay Lohan Cy- was, was a known entity. Safe Reed is her first role. Um, she's the blonde yeah, woman. Right. You have, you have um, Amanda Safe Reed, who yep. is... She's just in Mank. She's a huge star now. Yeah. Um, like I said, McAdams. Uh, you have Lizzie Kaplan. And Lizzie Kaplan. Went on to have a pretty big career. I'm a... I think she's great. Uh, yeah. She's really good in this. Yeah, she's great. She um, was in uh, she was Freaks and Geeks, too, right? Before this? Uh, it's Linda Cardellini, I think, is what you're thinking of? No, Linda was in there, too, but I, I'm pretty uh, sure she, that oh, Kaplan... Oh, I think or, she had a small, smaller role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. She, I think I first saw her in Cloverfield. That's right. First yep. thing I saw her in. But, um, but she's good. She's she's, she's been, good. Uh, you know, she's been in a lot of stuff, and she, she certainly had a really good career. Uh, like, yeah, but I mean, to have... And then Lacey uh, Shea Bear from uh, Party of Five... She was a no entity when she came on. She the dark hair, the fourth girl in, yeah. in their clique. I, yeah. I guess I, I couldn't. Did you watch Party of Five? I might have. I maybe. I watched it. I actually liked it more than I probably should. I watched it I was like when I was a teenager. Is that where the parents die or yeah. something? And then okay, and like kind of the older brother. Yeah, Matthew Fox was the older brother. And oh, like Matthew Scott Fox Wolf. and Scott Wolf. Yeah, oh yeah, what Matthew Fox did before Lost. Wait, who are the other women? Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Right. Was in it. Okay, that makes and sense. And she ended up doing a spinoff. Uh, and Nev Campbell. So it's kind of stats, oh yeah, that is wow. Stats, I, I must yeah. have seen it. Yeah, uh, it was good. I think it was pretty. I think it was like you know, TV Guide after the first season said it was the best show you're not watching. Interesting. Um, it eventually becomes really soap opera ish by the end. By the end of its run, the first couple seasons are pretty good. Um, you know, for what it is, for what it is, it's not bad. You know, I haven't watched it since. I don't think I probably would, no forty year old man would I want to go watch it now. But no. But when I was like sixteen, I'm like, oh, this is entertaining. It it, it, it occupied the same places like Dawson's Creek for me. I think it's better. Is it? Yeah. Well, I don't think well, I watched that either. Creek had a stack cast too. Um, I mean, you have, uh, can't remember who else is in uh, there. You have, uh, oh my God. Why am I so bad with names today? What's going on with me today? I, I don't know. It's later. It's not late. It's like five o'clock, yeah, five 30, right? I guess so. Why am I so groggy today with this? I don't know, man. It's like, that's like my, my strong suit. I remember the, the, uh, so I don't even remember the guy's name, but the, the, the guy who plays Dawson was in rules of rules of attraction, attraction, yes. which he, that was James that Vanderbeek. Was great. Vanderbeek. Yeah. And then you have, um, oh my God, what's the blonde girl from, uh, I can't picture the cast. Oh, I gotta look it up. That's going to drive me fucking crazy. I'm getting so aggravated myself right now. <laughs> I'm already in a mood, uh, with this stuff. You're going to have to keep How notes. do I not know this? This is a, this is a bad, bad take by me. Michelle Williams. Oh my God. She's nominated for an Oscar. She's nominated for Oscars. Yeah. She was in Manchester by the sea. Yep. I think she won for Manchester by the sea. She won an Oscar. <laughs> um, so she got her start with, uh, Dawson's Creek, uh, um, Katie Holmes. Oh yeah, I forgot Katie Holmes. Yeah, nah, Katie's not very good, but she's. Oh, fine. she still had a decent career. She did have a and decent she's career. A no, she's a like Josh Joshua Jackson was in it, right? You know, um, oh yeah, you know he's he's, in, he's in that Fringe show on Fox. Yeah, afterwards. I like him. Actually. He's okay. I mean, yeah. you know, but like, but that's at first a, a like a teen drama. That's a pretty stacked group. Yeah, just like Mean Girls is pretty stacked. Like, right, everybody's you know, gone somewhere. I mean, that's good. That's just good casting. Uh, sure. And you're right. And then you have on. You, know, you have like you know uh, Tim Meadows, Anna Gasteyer. Uh, the guy from the office, a uh, guy from uh, Scrubs who plays, uh, right. Plays the dad. Yeah. He uh, plays the dad, right. He plays the janitor yeah, in Scrubs. Yeah, and then yeah. you have, uh, obviously Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Oh, of course. Amy Poehler is great. In Amy this, really she's funny so, she's so Tina funny. Faye's really good. In this. Tina, she's great. For someone yeah. who's not a great actress. She's, I know she wrote it. So yeah, but yeah. Like, I'm like, Oh, this, I can, this character's really, absolutely. I, I kind of want to see more of this character. Me too. I mean, she's imperfect. She's going through a divorce or she just had a divorce. Yeah. You, you see her like in the mall. Um, yeah, like, she's right about to go to her job as right. a, it's like a, as a bartender, a bartender. shitty restaurant. Yeah. yeah. She's just, she's very real. But she just, yeah. I just like how that character reacts to things. Yeah. Um, Paul 
was just so spaced out. I loved uh, yeah, it. She made me laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah. She, she turned up to 120 and just having fun, which is what <laughs> that character is supposed to do. Of course. Um, yeah, and Lindsay, so let's talk about Lindsay Gohan for a bit. Okay, for, I just want to say about her, I think she does. She is actually really good in this, and it's too bad that all the drugs and alcohol and other shit kind of came into play because she could have had a better career. Okay. I had the same thought, but I don't know if that's true. Okay. Okay. So Lindsay Lohan, um, right. She's in this. I do agree. We agree. She's good in this. She's, she is good. She's goodness. It's, it's not like you can relate to her. It's not like, you know, what's it? It's not Manchester by the sea. She's not well, like no, exposing but she's the challenges of grief, but she's 17 when she does this. I mean, Rachel McAdams is 24. She's, yeah. you know, seven years Everyone older. Everyone else in the cast is in their twenties. I believe except right. for, I think, I think actually I think all of them might've been in their twenties. Yeah. And she's um, so, right. so pretty she much matching younger them. than all of yeah. these, these, these girls for sure. Um, so she does, uh, she does freaky Friday. Yes. Which makes money. Same director. Same director. Yeah. Um, which that guy, Mark Waters, he's done a, a ton of movies that have made money I've never seen. Which are all, because they're all teen or yeah. kind of rom-com, very light movies. Right. Which is why I thought it was weird that he did this one. I know we're getting off track, but it weird, because this one had a little bit more depth and subtlety to it kind than of, kind of his other still, films. Still pretty frothy. Mm, that, but the characters had a lot of levels. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. Whereas his other Two ones. Two levels, maybe. But. Two or three. Yeah, but, I don't but, know a lot, but. I thought, well, more than his other his other movies. Hey, I thought I it was a little bit. Weird. I don't know. I I, 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 I know I've seen, seen Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Like, I know I've the seen one from the seventies, but I haven't seen this. He's done a couple I've done, or I've, uh, I've seen a couple he's done. So he says this does mean girls, right? Then does Herbie Fully Loaded, which makes a ton of money. She um, was in that, right? Right. She, and, did the, she did the Parent Trap too. All these remakes, right? Parent Trap in ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, right, a lot of Disney remakes too. Yeah. Uh, and then it, she does a Prairie Home Companion, which is a Robert Altman movie. It didn't work. Didn't see it. Um, and then she does like Bobby, which is Emilio Estevez directed movie, which I saw uh, about uh, Bobby Kennedy's assassination from the viewpoint of different people. Emilio Estevez directed it. Yes. Directed that? Yes. Not a good movie. It's, no, it's not, 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 not very good. Um, it doesn't work. Yeah. Then she does chapter 27, which I, I have not seen about Mark David Chapman. Um, I haven't seen it. And, uh, you know, assassinating of John Lennon. Uh, Wait, doesn't actually, she play like Chapman or something? In the, no, no, isn't that something Jared, weird? Jared happens? Leto plays Chapman. Oh, Jared Leto. Who does she play? <laughs> I thought something weird happened. She plays John Lennon. Oh, she no, plays no, what? She does not play. She plays his girlfriend or something. All right, all right. Yeah, she's, Yoko and and Lindsay Lohan as Mark David Chapman. <laughs> so ridiculous. That must be good. Uh, God, God bless you, Matt. God bless you. I, I, I felt. Well, good. that was that Bob Dylan film where they took Bob Dylan from different perspectives and, yes. di- and different actresses. That's how I conflated. Right. This. Yeah. This is, uh, this is a different take. God bless. I, I felt I felt foolish for not knowing the cast of Dawson's Creek, but you you make me feel better. I haven't turn. seen that movie. Continue. Yeah. Uh, no, you haven't. No, you do. Oh, you didn't. You didn't see I have it. Not. You didn't. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this. Uh, I haven't. We're seen talking it. about her career. I know. I just can't believe you doubled down with I haven't seen it. Oh no. <laughs> um. So. So she never. So the second she started doing some deeper stuff the second she stopped doing kid stuff yeah she's out of her element right with like you know stuff like bobby and these other movies it just doesn't work and you know maybe it wasn't the right script or whatever but i just think she's limited like i think this is you know there's a reason they have child stars like eventually just being cute and kind of going through the motions and maybe only having a couple different emotional turns you, you, it doesn't work as an adult i think that's unfair for her in this movie she's much better than a kid actor in this one much better I don't know, man. I think much I bl- better than a kid actor. Like, I think so. Yeah. Not, it's not like Haley Joel Osment in Sixth Sense here. Like, no, but that's, pretty, but that's the cream material. of the crop though. That's the, that's like, you know, that's kind of the, the, the bar that we measure kids in terms of, you know, 
their prowess and on, on film. But so I think she does better than the vast majority of other child actors. Anybody who would be considered a minor, I think she does way better. Yeah, I mean she's fine. She's fine in this. She does a good job. Uh, you know, it, it's also. I mean, the degree of difficulty is pretty low. You have you have narration through the whole thing. It's all exposition. You do. It's 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 you know a lot of hand holding. It's uh, it's. But there's timing issues and there's there's an emotional. She's also places. on the screen with very talented performers. That's you true. don't know they're talented yet. Yeah, that's like, true. Rachel McAdams is a really good actress. She is really good. Um, yeah. Amanda Seyfried is a really good actress. Yeah. Like, you know, a, uh, 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 what's the, my God, I'm terrible today. What's wrong with me today? God damn, I'm just going to let you hit this girl, one yourself. Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. You can keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Well, if you're going to give me shit, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to let you struggle. Oh, I'm sorry. You thought Lizzie Olsen was Mark David Chapman. Yeah. I was hoping I would watch that. No, actually, I would watch that too. That movie would be awesome. We should make that happen. I think, I think she'd work for like a couple bucks now, right? I think so. Chapter yeah. 28. Oh, she's... The sequel to the movie and she's, she's in jail. My dear uh, but no, I mean, Lizzie Kaplan's a very talented actress. She's great. So like, you know, Tina Fey is a great yeah. comedian. Like it's all timing, you know, and then, um, so like, you know, you're with really talented people. I know, but she still has to execute. You can't she just, does. you and can't. She does a nice job. She does a good job. I'm not shitting on her in this movie, Yeah, but I think. This movie doesn't translate to being an adult star necessarily. I guess it did for some of the other girls, um, but they're better actresses. And I think they're better actresses than this. Probably. Um, I mean, Rachel McAdams definitely is. I don't know how hard it is Lizzie to do Kaplan what Seyfried did. Oh, Lizzie Kaplan, yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's she's really yeah, good. She's really good in this. Uh, but Amanda Seyfried, like Seyfried, that, that, that's she, not really a hard character to, not, to play. The airhead is easy. It's not, and she kind of has that look to her. She does. Anyway, yeah. um, I'm sure she's smarter than in real life. Uh, she's had a very nice career. She's still, you know, she's just in Mank, which is a you know, Fincher movie. Oh, yeah. So like, she's she obviously... She's um, talented, She knows obviously. what she's doing. Yeah. But, um, but she... But she played it really, but you're right. That's not like that role's not hard. Right. That's it's all. Not, that's yeah, that's not, not, not a knock on her. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I just think, but maybe, maybe the drugs and alcohol and the other problems just got in the way of, of, uh, her growing. I mean, you do have to learn and keep, you know, you, you do you have grown up roles right. and you, you got it right. Right. You got to um, be there. And it, it, could have, it, it, I, it didn't help. Right. It didn't help. I mean, it didn't, you know, so, but I just don't know how much. I don't know how much bigger she would have got. I mean, we saw, Maybe not. we saw it happen with Katie Holmes a little bit, right? Like Katie Holmes um, was in Dawson's Creek, obviously. And then she started doing some adult roles. Like the Batman begins, doesn't quite work. Doesn't work. And like, you're like, oh, maybe, you know, I, yeah, it's a she's tough not. transition for, it is. you know. I think Katie Holmes is more limited than Lindsay Lohan is, but, but maybe not. I don't know. I maybe don't not. Know. Um, she yeah. just, so she's just kind of a wall. I think Lindsay Lohan's a really good child actress. And yeah, like a really good like teen actress, but the second you have like real material and you have to do real things and it's less haha plasticky yeah. than a uh, like a a kids movie. I think I think the water gets pretty deep. It's hard to swim. Maybe, and we won't know until unless she does something. Well, you that's know, not going to happen. I mean, probably she's, not. She's pretty much she's done. done. Yeah, she's yeah. toxic now in Hollywood. No one's going to insure her, and I mean, she's done it. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened. No one's going to roles anymore because no, the insurance companies wouldn't insure. Right, because she skipped out on a couple roles. Yeah, right, she had to yeah, go to rehab, yeah. and yeah. then there was right, some so other. She's been rehab yeah. at least six times yeah. by one count. Um, that's too bad. Sounds like she had a tough family life too. I know her, her like mom. She was had to get in between her mom and dad. And yeah, her parents were a mess. Her mom was a real sucks. like fame seeker. Yeah, and uh, the dad sounds like he was a disaster. And oh yeah, I mean a lot of this stuff is it's a tragic Hollywood tale in a way. And, of the kid actor. And yeah. you know maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe if she had a better childhood and she didn't get involved with some of the addiction stuff, maybe the the pathway to success would have been wider. And maybe yeah. maybe it would have maybe it could have happened. I uh, I didn't see ending this movie. That I thought, oh, this is someone that could be an adult 
like could be a not adult star but uh, could be a, try that too someone that could be in like grown-up movies like, oh. I, I didn't see that i didn't see that there yeah in what i was seeing i didn't see i didn't see anything that told me she couldn't but anything that told me she could yeah but i have seen movies that told me she couldn't like i said that bobby movies it's it's a, like she's a mess like it's just a mess she's not i don't think she's a very good actress no yeah there's something about her i like i just think i, I don't know I'd root for her, but it's too late. I'm rooting for her in the past. It's already happened. She's done. Yeah. I mean, think about it. She's been done for, you know, the, her, the low hand, you know, her being a disaster has gone on much longer than her being a, a star. That's true. At least about like parent trap was 98. Uh, the last successful movie she was like, Oh five. That's only an eight year span. Yeah. And she's been a disaster for like 15 years after. It's like, Oh, yeah, you're right. It's kind of rough. It's, it's gonna be tough. Where McAdams has been kind of, yeah. Uh, look what happened to her. I yeah. mean, McAdams, uh, right. I mean, McAdams career, it's kind of, you know, it's, we've already kind of seen it. It's already kind of done. I mean, she's still doing stuff. I know she's in like a Marvel movie and stuff. Yeah, but, but she peaked. I mean, she, she peaked, yeah. And yeah. she had like this really successful, great Rise, career. Yeah. And, uh, and now she's kind of on the other side of it, potentially. But she's still like doing good work and still, you know, had a very, you know, and, and then Amanda Seafried is in Mank. Yeah. And you figure Seafried and McAdams are both older than Lohan. In the in theory, right. Lohan's peak should probably be like right now. Right. Or, you know, maybe five years ago. Um, but, you know, it just didn't, didn't work she, out for her. Yeah, it didn't make know. it happen. Um, oh, I also wanted to mention, uh, Tim Meadows. He's like, he, f- he feels like such a, like he's, he's got a very narrow bandwidth, but in that bandwidth, he's super funny. Like I really liked him in this. He's really good straight man. So like when you're in SNL for 10, 11 years, like he was, yeah. and you don't have a real niche, like he didn't have a real, I know he was like that, like that love guy or whatever, yeah, which became a movie, which yeah, did didn't, not didn't work. work. That was not. But good. like, but most of the time, if you watch SNL in the nineties, most of the time was him kind of being the straight man yeah. in a role. Because I guess he's like really, he's the kind of guy I guess gets along with everybody. Like everyone liked him. Like the Sandler guys all liked him, and then those guys all graduated. Moved on. I mean, those guys yeah. kind of got fired. Is what happened. Oh, really? Warren got tired of some of the bullshit and wanted mm. to get kind of a fresh look, so they fired Sandler and Farley. We didn't renew their contracts. Uh, Sandler and Farley the same day. Like wow they kept spade around for another year yeah. uh, and then he wanted to go a separate way and uh, so then you have this new cast of will farrell and tina fey and those guys all like tim meadows yeah like, everyone just at the end of the day everyone no matter whose it is which is a testament to him being a cool guy because he gets all different groups of people that's that's not easy to do um and everyone liked him and he's just stuck around snl forever and then you know he gets roles like this but he's really good as straight man he's he really good in this yeah he's really good here he's really funny in this yeah, he can't carry a movie himself, but no. uh, but as a right as a and you know uh, right a B character as a character he, right. actor or someone who has kind of a more supporting role in a comedy, you could do a lot worse than him. Totally. Anna Gasteyer is the same thing. Yeah, Anna Gasteyer is not going to carry a movie. No, but she's really good in movie, and it's yeah. kind of a dramatic role. It's not like really that funny. No, there's a couple of things she says that are, I guess maybe supposed to be jokes about uh, you know their time in Africa, or whatever. But most of the time, she's just reacting like a mom, and I'm like, oh, I buy this completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't. You know the casting in this, right? The SNL people were obviously there because of Tina, but um, but they can they, they, can, they know how to people. support the film. Yes, yeah, that's a good right. That's a good um, gift for them. And it was a really good, really good. And of course, Amy Poehler, and you know, yeah. is, is incredibly talented. Yeah, and, and super funny. Yeah, uh, one of my idols. And then uh, Tina Fey, uh, not a great actress typically. Really good in this, and this is really well written. So I wanted to ask you about Thirty Rock. Um, I really like Thirty Rock. So I don't like Thirty Rock at all. I know you don't. Why don't you like it? It's a cartoon. It is. Um, it's it's not. It's they don't care about being bright, or they don't care about being interesting in like a story. There's no story there. There's no like. There's no lead up to the jokes. There's no like. There's no thought behind it beyond just a clever, quick joke as fast as we can. Hmm. 
and just like like look at something like Louis, like the show on FX. Like that's I think a brilliant comedy. It is was brilliant. It's one of my making a statement yeah. about whether it be living in a city or being a dad, right. or being divorced, or just kind of living as a human being in uh, that decade. Like you're that's right in New York. Like that had a statement. Each scene has a statement. Each scene means something. Things are you said needed with, that though because it was one character. It was it was him. I mean, he had some other people, yeah. but you you really needed it. Wouldn't have worked otherwise. See, Thirty Rocks is an ensemble. It it is. So but, you're not going to get to know but everybody. Why does it need to be way. so frenetic and frantic? And yeah. that's the style. But that's the style of the show, and it, it works. I mean, kind of. It never really got very good ratings, but it had the right people watching it. It was the right demographic, so it lasted longer than it probably should have. Um, plus, NBC was friendly with it. Plus, they owned the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And then they also want to keep Warren happy. Um, right. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, it doesn't do it for me. I mean, there are scenes that do, like in just that vacuum. But to sit down and watch it for half an hour, I'm like exhausted. So there was a so that. Dirty Rock show premiered the same exact time as uh, a show called Studio on the Sunset Strip, which I don't know it. Oh yeah, so it was basically an hour long drama about SNL, like for behind the stage of SNL, not SNL itself, but like a mock SNL, just sure. like Dirty Rock is. Right, and it was with Matthew Perry and Bradley Woodford, and um, the cast was like pretty stacked. Uh, uh, and uh, oh my god, what's wrong with it? Who uh, did uh, West Wing? Who, oh, it was, um, of course. Same guy that wrote, um, Starts with American President. Uh, what the fuck is, oh no, not Sor, uh, Soren. No, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Thank you. It was, this is Aaron Sorkin's thing. Right. Um, and, uh, wait, he wrote that he, show? Yeah, he was like, he was, he was, he was a showrunner for it. Jesus. Uh, but it only lasted one year. Uh, and it's, I think it's like a really in, so when these shows came out, I was more of a fan of the studio at Sunset Strip, which you can tell how well that worked out for me. Um, <laughs> uh, I think they might even been on the same night. Uh, but they definitely came up. They were definitely like rivals, just like ER and Chicago Hope rivals. When the, those shows both came out the same week. Yeah. Okay. One on CBS, one on NBC. Chicago Hope lasted for a few years and did okay. Uh, Nothing like ER. ER became a yeah. sensation. Um, Thirty Rock, I guess probably seven seasons. More. Yeah, we had yeah. a good good run. Big run. Never really did well in the ratings, but did okay and won a ton of Emmys. And then uh, Studio Sense's Trip was kind of muddy, and at times would get kind of. Um, caught in its own way um over dramatic melodramatic or at times would try to be funny it didn't quite work dl hugley was on that show too yep um and after one season it's gone was it the same rapid fire because sorkin's really fast too which is what what it, that's what it made me feel like watching uh 30 rock is that kind of same very very quick a lot of camera move, you know you're quick, following people quick around banter but not quick um not like seeing this like, quick joke it's like a, it's like a it is it, dirty rock's like a cartoon like a live action cartoon it's like yeah. And now you're in a different scene and then I say one word and that brings me to something else in a whole different scene and like it's like just frenetic and yeah I mean I, I don't I don't I think that was for me it, it kind of loses appeal I don't I'm not these aren't characters really I mean they're not human beings they're just like character like cartoon characters I guess I deal more I can deal with the abstract better than you can or at least I'm okay with that I just like to see some develop I like to see either some develop I, I don't I just need to, I guess the pacing just threw me off I mean like Seinfeld they never really changed but that's the comedy of it they never really change with 30 Rock, I just felt like they just, they, they thought they were more clever than they were too. Like mocking TV. I, I get yeah. it. You're mocking GE. Haha. I yeah. guess, you know, yep. I kept trying to like it. I kept going back and watching it. I'm like, it just isn't Wasn't for you. very funny, Yeah, but people love it. Well, um, you're critical of comedy. So I am. I also sense. don't really enjoy a lot of comedy. So, yeah. uh, but I thought this was, I kind of went in there fearing this would be like that because Tina Fey wrote it, but she didn't direct this. Um, and I actually, it wasn't, it really wasn't, nope. it wasn't as frenetic now. No. Uh, well, when was 30 Rock? 2010 or something? 2011? That's the other thing, too, is... Oh, no, it was before that. Was it that? Yeah, really? yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So maybe maybe closer to the same time. I was... The movies are a little slower, I think too, in 2004. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
I think 30 Rock probably stopped at like 2015 or 2016. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. All right. So maybe 2009. 2006 to 2013. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's not that. Well, we already had West Wing 2, which was super fast. I guess West Wing doesn't move like 30 Rock does, though. Probably not. I haven't seen it forever. Like just a banter is different than like constant cuts to different scenes where. Yeah. Like just for the joke. Yeah. You know? Eh, I don't know. Yeah. So you know the two guys in 30 Rock, the two writers that didn't speak? If you ever watched the show, um, those are two of my improv instructors. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they would sit at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, couldn't have been cooler guys. Um, oh, one of the guys, uh, like the blonde haired guy, the guy with the lighter hair, he was my improv 101 teacher at UCB, and he was just awesome guy. Like, couldn't have been friendlier. And, like, he had a ton of students. And, like, one time I randomly saw him in a subway station. He couldn't have been nicer. And oh. um, just a really good guy. And um, John Murray is his name. And he, he's just a really. Like a really just good person like when like the covid stuff happened and they closed a lot of stuff at ucb they closed the training center yeah. and they also had some money problems because it wasn't very well managed over there um and um like oh what are these guys doing for work now like i, I get kind of bummed out thinking about that if they don't talk does that mean they don't get paid the same amount? that sucks nbc atina paid to look out for them and got them so they they got they actually had a dressing room which is totally unheard of for basically extras and they had to share it it was Anthony Antamanic who uh, he taught me a couple like just he didn't teach me a whole uh, yeah. series of classes. It was just like a workshop. Uh, but John Murray taught me one on one. Right. Um, those are the two guys. Yeah. Uh, and right. They didn't get any. You also don't get like residuals. Mm. You don't get there's a lot of stuff you don't get because basically I mean, it's good. You're on camera. So people see you and you but get paid, still, you get you paid, get paid. A, a rate. Right. Um, you know, for being there. So it's like for them, they said it was like a lifesaver. Like it was like you get guaranteed weekly chat. Like every episode you're getting you know, you get money for being there. You're not getting anything on the back end for the repeats or syndication or whatever, but you're getting money being there. Any idea what you would, would you get paid for something like that? I forget what the rate for an extra was. It, um, and they might've gotten a higher one if you're there long enough. Sure. They might've they might bumped them up a little bit, but I want to say, I forget what you get paid. I don't want to guess. I, okay. I don't want to guess yeah. pretty wrong. Are you there five days a week though? Yeah. You are. They, so just in case well, I need you in the scene. So I forget how they tape 30 Rock. 30 Rock's different because it doesn't have a laugh track or studio audience. So typically how it works. Right. So you're right. So you might not tape five days a week. You might only tape like like every week, but you're getting that check. Usually, usually you come to tape every week, but they might have rehearsals. So you might be able to go in for that. I forget how much of that they were involved sure. in. I didn't talk to them too much about it. Um, but um, yeah, so they, but they basically, every time they tape, they got a check and they were there for the whole day. They made it so like they could be there the whole day. Right. So like they weren't, you know, so they were basically treated as well as extra should be treated. And the show was on for seven years. Yeah. So, there was just constant money coming in between that and teaching improv. And then you can go and try to get that national commercial that comes in. Now you got money to last you for six months. That's what a lot of guys I knew in New York did was they would basically just go on auditions all the time and try to get a national commercial. Yeah. You get a national commercial that paid you so much money for like six months. You don't have to worry about anything. Like, right. Like all your bills are paid for like six months. Like, wow. It was like huge. If it's Nash, like Verizon or something so like that. They just keep paying you. Cause it's just running so often. Is that what you and get paid per like you get paid, commercial goes out yeah, or something like a buck per runs. commercial? Probably not that much, but it's a lot of money. And, it is. Like, and, yeah. it, and right. So the more it runs, the more, and those are like, that's like gold to get yeah. those spots. That's more than like getting like being on like a TV show once. Like, like let's say you're on law and order. Yeah. Like, a lot of people get that kind of work. Yeah. Cause it's like a bunch of law and orders all shooting in New York. You get a speaking role in law and order it's so much better to get a national commercial. You get so much more money for national commercial. So you do that, you're covered for six months, but during that six months, you can start doing stuff you want to do. Right. Like, you're, yeah. Try to audition for that play. Yeah. Try to audition for like that. Try to get another national commercial, obviously, but it does free you up to give you some as opposed, but the only thing is like you do that commercial. 
that's going to go off there eventually. And it's almost like you're always chasing the cock. Yeah. And I work with a guy that did commercials and he ended up working, um, as kind of like the secretary of my office. Um, and he was just like, yeah, he's like, I got tired of chasing the cock. Yeah. And he moved to LA for a while and there were, there were more opportunities in LA for commercials and stuff. There's more competition. He's like, I also felt really alone. Like, cause you're just in New York, you're always, you're stuck in the subway with people, but there's always people around in LA. If you're not working, you're just sitting in your house. Yeah. Like the only time you see people is if you went to the gym. He's right. Like, I got, I felt really isolated. So he's the only person I know that moved back. Everyone else I know that went to LA stayed because the weather's so nice. <laughs> oh, it's way better. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but uh, it, it, um, but Tina Fey, uh, so those guys told me Tina Fey couldn't have been cooler, made sure that he had, and I think they got, I think Anthony and Temenek had a line in the last episode, I think, or the second to last episode, so he got paid for that one. So nice. every time the DVDs and stuff, he got, I don't think John got a line, I think Anthony got one. Right. And, but she looked out for them, like, you know, so she got them a dressing room, because otherwise he would just, I think the first season he would just like, extra has nowhere to go. But you're there all day and just kind of like. So what is it? Just like, it's a studio, so you're just like standing off to the side? You're trying to get out of the way, right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and you can't like, yeah, right. So it's like, yeah. uh, you know, and you, but they need you there all day and you want to be there all day. You don't yeah. want, you know, she's like, fuck. But, um, I guess she, and it was, yeah, it was like a janitor's closet or something, but it was at least oh, a some, place they could go. Right. And those guys got along really well. Yeah. That's another reason it always worked. Those guys just, Anthony is very like brusque and very like, um, intense. And like, uh, I guess someone told me that he used to walk into like a improv class. And the first thing he'd say is a pipe bomb will go off in your lifetime in the city. Just to, like, just to make you like, all right, I'm here for improv. Thanks, man. Right, yeah. Like really intense. And John Murray's like the ultimate, like, hi, how you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? So like, he's super happy. Anthony's super dark. Yeah. Um, they're both really talented, really funny guys. And like, but they got along really well and it, it worked because they weren't too similar. And they, uh, and yeah, it was just, it, it, yeah, they weren't competing either. Really. Right. Yeah. No, they weren't. No. And yeah. other guys might've. Yeah. Oh, I want that line. Or, I want to, or what yeah. can I do to get, get ahead? Or, yeah. And they weren't, they weren't, they're both like really good, loyal guys. Uh, and they were taping at, they taped at UC, I mean, they instructed UCB the entire time they taped. So they're all like, you're not working hand in hand, but you're doing a lot of shows together and everything yeah. like that. And like, it's a real credit to like, that's a good like male friendship um, story there. But um, I kind of off track with Dirty Rock stuff. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Um, mean Girls is okay. Mean Girls okay. You know, your kids will like it maybe. Anything you liked about it in particular? Anything you really liked about it? No, I think we we talked through it all. There's, yeah, there's a lot of, I, you know, I don't really I, know what to. Yeah, it's not I, really yeah. For, if I were so, I probably I probably saw it pretty soon after it came out. I did you? Oh, I think I so. It. Maybe with a girlfriend or something. Yeah. And then, um, and I thought I think I liked it then, but I was you know considerably younger. I was 25. I mean, I'm out of high school. I, I, I would have liked it better as a yeah. Younger I can guy. understand how someone who is like say 28 isn't going to find the John Hughes movies. Into it, like I can, right? I can, I can understand how they would, right? Because Breakfast Club in theories, but there's elements of that that are kind of dated and weird. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's are elements that are kind of dated and weird potentially. So maybe you're not going to relate as much to that. Plus, is that nostalgia element? Yeah. Where Mean Girls is your movie, and you know what? If Mean Girls is your movie, that's a pretty good movie to have as a kid. Yeah, I think it's bad. a fine teenage movie. I, I think they do a, a has a great cast. Yes, has some funny, smart scenes, and it it gets the job done. It gets the job. I done. have no issue with this movie, but it's also not one I'm ever going to see. Again. No, we we. I mean, I'm just don't ever need to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we can move on. Okay. Do, uh, I guess we're going right to the Hoobastank. It's the reason. Right. Do you know what the reason is? It's you. All right. You're right. When we talked about uh, Switchfoot last week, 
these bands are all very similar. Hoobastank, yes. Switchfoot, Incubus. Incubus. Incubus is definitely the best of the bunch. Okay. Um, definitely the most talented, most fun song uh, songs. And they were ahead of the curve a little bit, too. Yeah, they were. Incubus was, uh, so they're big. The album that I like is 99, so right. a few years before this, which had Pardon Me While I've Been yeah. In Two Flames. That one, the song Drive. Stellar is the other one that I really like. Um there, so they were a little bit ahead of the game, and then Hoobastank were playing at the same clubs that Incubus was playing at. Mm. In fact, Hoobastank changed their sound, and I wonder if it's because of the influence of Incubus, because we were really getting into a, that new metal time yes. period right. where you had those really saturated guitars, but sort of a little more emo, harder than than um, than the grunge, right? Uh, and very like L.A. very very South. Uh, um, South California, Southern California yes. type of sound. More influenced by like Red Hot Chili Peppers and yes. Incubus. Almost like they had like a love child. That's what this whole sound was for like five years. Yes, it's true. Um, but there, so I wonder if I have the, uh, do I have their first, is it this one? It's this one. Listen to what they were. They're really hard. But they had a horn section too. You'll hear it in a second. You can hear the saxes in the back. It's, it's pretty low in the mix, mm. but they were like this kind of more funk, rappy, rocky thing in their first couple albums. And then I, I wonder if if it was the Incubus uh, influence that came in and really started to change the sound because this this first album, the reason is the name of the album too. Mm. This first album is, or this album is, it definitely a new trajectory for them. And it was after they started playing with Incubus. They also shared like the same you know mixers uh the same guy a person who did their art their like logo art and stuff so there's definitely a lot of you know a lot of overlap with mm. with these folks and i know you don't really like this at all no. but this is a great song this this is oh, uh, Jesus the kids, this, the kids call like this, this music? The kids call this a banger yeah they don't they do this is a great song this uh, the his re- voice is so whiny oh i like his voice so i don't really like I was listening to the rest of the album. I listened to some newer stuff, some of the things that were popular. I'm not a big, this is the only song by Hoobastank that I like, but this song definitely gets me. And it actually, and I'm, I feel like me too. It gets me to change it. I feel like I'm a hypocrite too. Yeah, uh, me too. A little bit with, cause the lyrics, I really like the lyrics, even though they're the most ridiculously stupid. The rhymes are so dumb. Um, I'm not a perfect person. (laughs) There's many things I wish I didn't do, but I continue learning. I never meant to do those things to you. I mean, it's so, but for some reason it gets me in the right place. I don't know why. Me either. I don't get your take on new metal is terrible. There's some good new metal. Yes. Like, how do you not like stellar? This is, I, 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 it's very easy for me not to like this. That's an awesome song. But this is better than most new metal. Uh, Like, yeah, it's I better than I ever knew. Yeah, it's a, better than it's better than uh, <laughs> it's better than any other new metal. I think it's not, not a terrible song. Incubus is the best is the best of the bunch. I guess I mean, my yeah. sister would agree. So I don't know. Well, I'm not a huge. I guess that genre is not huge for me either. But there are a few songs like that Switchfoot song, like this song, and then a few Incubus songs that I think are really really fun. Um, so this is an well. There's a there's a, first of all, it's the fucking John Bonham beat. Here's the here's reason. Is the same as So it's the bottom beat. Much better song. Oh, Cashmere's world class. I love that Is that song. Is the best Led Zeppelin song? 
Might be, right? Probably not. Rain Song will always be my favorite. It's the most beautiful guitar chordal progression I've ever heard in my entire life. I, I love Rain Song. If you guys, if you don't know it, listen to it. It's, it is such amazing writing that it, it, I, I'll never write anything as pretty as that. It's no, beautiful. Probably not. No, you probably won't match Fuck off. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, I can match them in other ways. But, oh, oh uh, sure. Uh, Cashmere is a great song. That is a great, great song. song. I love it. Uh, Barbara and I cover it, too. She's, she just oh, I like slays. It. I like it. yeah. It's the right range for it. He's too high for me, and oh, she yeah. just slays like, yeah. you know, Led Zeppelin. Um, so we just do a little acoustic version, which is a lot of fun. That's a cool. Lot That's of, cool. That's a lot what, of fun yeah. to play, too. Like Guitar work is really fun. But I... So... So that so it's got the bottom beat, but then it's also got this really cool. The way the guitar works is really cool. So what's happening there is he's playing the the uh, da 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 da. They're on the off beats. He's using he's like anchor picking. Um, I Matt's can't taking out his guitar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's anchor picking the low note. So the one and two. That's the the that's on the beat. But the, um, whoops, is on all the offbeats. So it like, it, it, it like gets you in this weird, it kind of throws you off. It's kind of like, so you, you know what I mean? Like the melody of it's on this offbeat. So you don't quite know where you are. Kind of, it kind of throws you around, kind of puts you in the, in the opposite the opposite side of the time. Does it, does it feel, does it feel like oh, that's not, it's not my issue. With it. I don't like the, how it sounds. I don't like the, how the guitar sounds. Oh, it's a nice like, guitar recording. It's good. It sounds weird. Like it sounds of that time. I don't know. It does sound. I don't know, I'm not obviously musically trained. I don't really know how to describe it that well, I guess, but like same the way the guitar sounds. Yeah. That lead isn't the distortion is very that time. The distortion I is hate it. I hate it. It's really big. It's very thick. Yeah, like there's yeah, not a description. Of it's it. like a, it's like yes. this tube. Yes, that's what it's that's what it's like, and that's different than metal that we were like. If we were listening to, you know, really heavy rock for, uh, from the eighties, it wouldn't 80s. sound yeah, like that, right. right? It's the different. They weren't, um, you know, what's going on? Solid state. So, in so amps amplifiers, we plug your guitar in. They have uh, they, they have actual tubes in there, like certain like. Um, like tubes like you would put in your electrical panel before we had, what do we have now? We've got, uh, we have Owls? breakers. Breakers? Okay, yeah. I don't know. But they're, they're like these physical glass tubes. They're almost, they look like light bulbs. So tube-based amps sound warm and different than something that is a solid-state amp, which doesn't have that same tube fixture. You're not, okay. se- you're not sending signal through a filament. So it's a different kind of amp. Totally different kind of amp. That was popular in like yes. early 2000s. So early 2000s is really when that start, solid-state amplifiers really started to, to happen. And you get less they they sound colder you don't get the same so yeah, when yeah, i do when i record my vocals i am recording into just my commute my computer um audio workstation right and i've got i don't have nice enough i have pretty good equipment but it's still they're not tubes when you listen to like really good vocal recordings you're having someone sent you're sending that vocal signal through this tube through this this analog system before it hits your your audio workstation so you're always, it's always going to sound colder. If you listen to like recordings, what's a good, like even radio voice through, um, through a tube system sounds a lot warmer than, and crisper than what you hear now. So what happened to you? Did they burn all these things? I, I no, hope. it just, no, they didn't. No, people still use it because oh. it's, because they want, it's a style thing. You would use it for certain, certain, in certain away. aspects. I'm not explaining this well, but, 
But it's not as warm. It's not as human. Oh, I don't like these amps. Whatever they are, they the solid state amps. You, you hate throw them away. You fucking hate them. Yeah, I don't like. The no, sound. they're good. I just don't like that rock sound of. It's very saturated into. It, yeah, it sounds like a. It sounds like it doesn't have any artifacts to it. Like it doesn't have a, a harmonic structure to it. It sounds very. <sighs> yeah, there's just not a lot of like color to it, um, personality to it. It's very just. Yeah. Right, right there in your face. You're right. I can see that, but I like. I mean, I, I, I just, I look at it the same way that I look at the eighties, the eighties new wave stuff has a certain sound, the drum sound a certain way. And I like it. And I I like it too. I love that sound actually. So right. You're right. It's a very of his time sound. Yeah. But if you hate that, if you you hate that time, then you're done. Right. Right. Even if, so I said the same with Ska, like I really like Ska and that has a specific, specific sound where I like it. You don't like it. I, I, I get it for a while. I didn't like the eighties style because oh. i because i got i got so used to it you know you grew up with it as a kid yeah. and so you get you're like okay i've heard enough of that sound mm-hmm. but then i but then i listened to some of the best songwriters from that time like you know peter gabriel i'm like well he's he's got you know he has to use all that same keyboard stuff right. or drum machine stuff and so you get you just get past it i think the same thing with with this i just sort of get past it i'd like to get past us ever talking about this ever again what else do we want to talk about with hoobastank sucks the video wasn't terrible it was kind Video's of all right it's all right yeah it's all right um it's all right. for a video it's not bad it wasn't you know yeah wasn't the you know oceans 11 but it was fine i mean they have like a kind of a, a heist where they rob a pawn shop and it's it's for a video it's not bad it's not bad i use that same picking pattern in this song good anchor So it's that same thing where you have that anchor note. You're always in the dun 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 uh, 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 on the offbeat. It's nice. It, it gives you like a little. It gives a lot of motion to the to the guitar. I like this. I like it. All right, the song I, fucking bangs. I give this song a C minus, maybe a D plus. Not good. That's a terrible take. Yeah, I mean, not as bad as your uh, as your your neutral milk hotel love. But, I don't know. Uh, you rubbed me wrong. It's not me. Seems like something you would like. No, it's, I think you're talking about Ted Sellers. Well, like, Ted, so. I know he likes you, it, but it just seems like talking about that about neutral. Milk seems like arcade, like, like right up your arcade fire. No, I like arcade fire. We probably shouldn't argue about that again for a second show in a row. Oh, okay. But uh, it's a lot better than that shit. All right, you're wrong, but that's fine. It just has a lot of interesting things to it. Like if you listen to that, the guitar picking pattern, it's neat. Or the bottom drums. I like his melody, and it's just got all these elements that are interesting to it. Um, Where's Arcade Fire just screeching? Reason. He's like, not nasally uh, like that. So whiny. How can you do that? Make me feel the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Song. Yeah. I'm down the song. All right. Fine. Well, we probably we won't hit um, Hoobastank again. I do hope we hit Incubus because yes. I'd like to I'd like to talk to that talk about that 1999 album, which I like a lot more. Um, I did listen to it today though, and fidelity wise, Hoobastank and Incubus. Not as good, not as good recording as uh, Switchfoot was. <laughs> really good You're recording. Switchfoot. We covered that on our Patreon show. <laughs> Matt loves Switchfoot. I think it's trash. And uh, listen to their 2011 album and won a Grammy. It's awesome. It sounds yeah. great. Right, right. Okay. The Christian Rock album that won a Grammy. Uh, this is the Hoobastank. I think it's uh, Christian they too. Christian I, stuff going on too, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They didn't really. You like, you like that sound. You like you like a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, Born and Again. Good. That sounds great. Born I, again. That'd be great for the show. <laughs> what? I think so. <laughs> you think, well, maybe I'd have a whole new community that we could sell our show to that people would listen to. You think they would like it if no, I No, I just swore? want to hear your just madness with the with, the, with that. But yes, am I in trouble now? 
alienating a yeah. I mean, they know how we feel about it, so that's uh, fine. Yeah, it's good. Whatever you believe in is fine. Absolutely, it's no, fine. Just keep great. it off the show. Or no, or no, I say no. bring it on the show. Bring it on the show. I want to hear about your exploits with the born again people. <sighs> yeah. Um. That's it. What, what were you doing? Yeah. So, um, I talked about this very briefly. Uh, in when I talked about uh, my car, I talked about how I lived in Florida. Um, yes. So I lived in I lived in Florida for a year and a half of my life. Is this the one that you did the you wanted to do the um the Back to the Future thing with? Is that yeah? That I car? did it there too. This yeah. happened in Florida as well. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh, I know. I sold my Ford Tempo. Remember, I had my Ford Tempo exploits. I the right. Ford Tempo finally was sold. Uh, in Florida, when I lived down there, right before I was going to move back to uh, New Hampshire. Yep. But I lived in Florida from uh, April of 2004 until uh, November, the end of November of 2005. So you're just down there for a month at this point. Yeah, I just got down there. So I really kind of just talk about, uh, not really what I was, just talk, talk about where I was, like the town itself, was just, uh, and just kind of the overall not experience, the overall kind of just where I was this time. Um, so my buddy, Brian, who I've talked about in the show a few times, he did, he did monkey boy with me. He wasn't monkey boy. He was like the other guy. Yep. Uh, he did like merchandise and stuff. And, um, we went to high school together. We went to college together and we just, just he's the best man at a wedding. Like he's just my best friend. So, uh, he moved to Florida. His mom got a job. Uh, uh, his mom was a nurse at a nursing home and his mom got a job offer in Florida. That was more money in like a cheaper place to live. Like she, yeah, it was a huge, yeah, completely different, like pay grade for it. She never, she lived in New Hampshire her whole life. So she's like, I'm going to, I have to take this job. It's, it's a no brainer. And her mom, her mom. So my friend, Ryan's grandmother was also looking to move to Florida because she was older and wanted to retire out there. So they both went. And for a year, Brian lived in New Hampshire, but he's like, I'm not really, he's at done with college. He didn't really know what he wanted to do. Uh, he's working kind of, uh, working at a factory. He's like, I'm not really digging this. It's, like, it's his lost years. His, his lost year. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I was still in school, uh, but he was just kind of figuring out. We were kind of doing the monkey yeah. boy thing too, and he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I was like, you know what? I he hates winners. He's like, I fucking hate winners. I just want. I'm gonna go down to Florida and try it out. See what I, see what I think about it. Uh, he's still down there, by the way. So he's still, he <laughs> ended, he ended up he ended, he ended up making his life there. Uh, so he went down in January of '04. I did not. My grandfather had uh, fallen ill. He got mm. pretty sick. And he died in April uh, of of '04. Uh, in fact, he died the uh, the very same day that Kurt Schilling pitched his first game for Red Sox. So very early April. Yeah. Um. So I didn't go with him. I went in March for a week to visit him and just kind of see what it was like. I I, I thought I'm like maybe if the time is right, if my grandfather either gets better or gets worse, maybe I'll I'll move down here. Sure. And uh, I, went, I spent a week down there, and the town itself is called Zephyr Hills uh zephyr okay. hills florida it's about uh 45 minutes half hour i guess um uh uh east of tampa tampa's on the gulf side okay so you have so it's like almost like near the middle of the state which is not usually where you want to be in florida and far you want to be on the coast on the you, coast you want yeah. to be in the middle but or is it close to orlando it's like in the middle of tampa and orlando more on the tampa side yeah. but right okay. it's sort of in the middle there a little bit yeah um like a, a few times when i flew out i fly out of orlando because it's cheaper but most of the time I, I went out of tampa okay but once in a while you go out of orlando um and uh yeah but i went down there in march and we went to some spring training games um uh and i was just like wow this weather is great like i just you know yeah. and i didn't you know we talked my last episode i was doing these like temp jobs and then my grandfather got really sick i i stopped working and kind of just helped my grandmother out uh and i'm like i don't really have anything going on like you know i i i have i finished college great i i want to work in sports i think but i don't know the monkey boy experience kind of like soured me on like some elements of it like I just want to 
I don't know. I just want to do something. I'm young. I'm 24. I'm like, I just want to like have an adventure and do something new. And I always want to live in a warmer climate. Yeah. So I'm like, would I pick this Zephyr Hills town? Probably not. But my best friend's down there. Let's just try it. And Brian's like, look, you come down here. I got, I found an apartment that has two bedrooms. Um, if you want to come down here, so yeah, we're rent free to get out on your feet. Make complete sense for you to go there. You have a support system there already. You so I'm like, all right, built in buddy. Cool. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I, uh, sure enough, uh, my grandfather just passed away. Like I said, so a month later, I, I, once my grandmother, grandmother got her stuff together, and um, uh, I, I went, I went down. I moved down there, and uh, <laughs> so Zephyr Hills is, uh, is, is a place where people go to retire. So it's all old people <laughs> so i go down there in uh april may uh a lot of them were packing up to go so like my first experience ever hills actually was, it was kind of an empty town oh because they're coming back north yeah they all live in like michigan oh, okay it's like not new york money like it's not like all those people are all like uh uh further south like west palm beach stuff right. like that you know so it's all like this michigan money and like ohio <laughs> money which isn't quite new york money so it's like rough trailers they live in in the winter and they go back to their houses, you know, they call snowbirds, but like it, it's all Zephyr Hills is, is like all snowbirds, uh, especially yep. at that time. Maybe it's different now. I don't know, but in 2004, it's all was. And, um, so like it used to be empty. Like, so it was kind of good in a way, but kind of like suck. Like I wanted to go there and meet girls and like have fun. Yeah. Like, your dating pool like, was no not. One ar- so the town itself, like, uh, so there was nothing to fucking do in this town. This town was, it had a strip, had like a main drag and the drag was just like fast food and like chain restaurants uh, and it ends with a Walmart. So like, it's all like Dairy Queen and uh, like a Whataburger and like Burger King or McDonald's yeah. and like all it is. And then at the end, they finally built uh, like my first month there, they, the big excitement in the town, they built the Chili's. <laughs> so we would go to the Chili's. Well, was, where else can you go? It was the only bar yeah. in town. Right. Um, so oh. we go there and we go at like, and they had two for ones. So I would go and I would, I was only drinking screwdrivers at that time, pretty much. And I would screwdrivers and rum and I would just go and I, I would just drink like, I don't know, fucking like 12 screwdrivers. I would just sit at the bar and we'd like watch sports. And eventually we were there enough and we're the only like young, so there's no young people there. People that are there are like middle-aged or like us. Yes. So like, so we were like, we stuck out like sore thumbs. Plus I'm like the skinny guy in Florida. So I looked drinking really, a shit ton at the I bar. So, like I look weird anyway because I'm skinny. Yeah, uh, but like there in Florida, like I really didn't fit in. Like I did not. Fit well, in. you're pale. I'm not really pale. I, well, I guess when you were well, there, them I was. You know, yeah, right. compared to them, that first year I was. The second year I wasn't. The yeah. first year I was. Right, because I hadn't been out. You're right. <laughs> no, I was. Compared to them, you're right. I was. And um, I I talk fast. I have kind of a weird voice, as you guys know. You have so, a bit like, of a Long Island accent. Like a Long Island, but mixed with like yeah. So it's like so everyone's calling me like, and these are like. When you're off the coast, it's like deep south. Right. So they're like, I'm a Yankee, you know? Yes. So they call me a Yankee and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, all right. I used to have a joke. Like, oh, no, I hate the Yankees. I'm a Red Sox fan. Huh? You know, whatever. Just leave me the fuck alone, you hillbilly. But <laughs> so like, they were all like, be up my ass about that. But like, they kind of like, they found me entertaining, but no one, it was hard to like make friends. How could you? We made a few. We made, so the best friend we made was uh, Southern Bill. <laughs> that's what you call him? Yes. Yeah, that's B. Southern. No, we didn't call him that. We called him oh. uh, Southern Bill. That's a, it's just kind of a long name. I'd want to shorten it. Well, we'll call him Southern Bill. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Uh, so, uh, Southern, it's SB. Uh, Sobe. Sobe. That's a good one. Right, yeah, call him, great. Hey, Sobe. 
<laughs> well, you, you, you would really fit in. Uh, so we had, uh, so we had Southern Bill, and Southern Bill was um, from a long line of uh, his family had lived in that area for a long. In fact, they were like rows named after his family mm. in the town. So he was actually a pretty good like tour guide, if you will. Like he let us know like who who to know, who not to know, whatever, and uh, just kind of what the town was like. And uh, and he uh, he he was a big drinker too. So like the three of us would just like just get every night we just go and get like. Up. There's a bowling alley in town, so Thursday nights were two for ones. So me and Bill would go on Thursdays, and I would ju- we would just drink until they closed. We'd bowl and just get wrecked, <laughs> and I go home and I just get up and go to work the next day. And it was just it was just a lot of that. Early, I don't want to like there are because I'm sure we'll hit this time period again, so I don't want to give away too many things that happened. Sure, there, but um, I did have two jobs there. We'll get into those if we hit those times. At this moment in time, though, I didn't have a job yet. I think my first day at my new job was in June. Um, but, uh, so I didn't have a job. So that first month I'm down, I'm just kind of looking for work. So I'm going everywhere I can with my resume. Um, a lot of places weren't hiring because they would tell me, like, Oh, like all the people just like all the winter people just left. Right. So, like this is when we kind of cut our staff. Well, what is, I mean, is it just service industry at that point? Like what, what I didn't what's, know what's what to there? do. I mean, I could have driven to Tampa, but Tampa is like far away. Like it's like 45 minutes. Away. Oh no. And the traffic is awful. It's like yeah. famously bad traffic. Cause yeah. there's really only one way there. Right. It's just a mess. So, like, I didn't really know, there was, like, if you go, like, a town 15 minutes away, there's a more wealthy town called Wesley Chapel. So, Brian and I are like, oh, maybe one day we'll have enough money, we can live in Wesley Chapel, and we look at apartments there, but we really couldn't afford it. The apartment we had in, I want to talk about that, the apartment we had in Zephyr Hills was, it was on a corner lot, um, it was, like, a, um, it was a house, it was, like, a two-family house. Duplex. But, but, yeah, but not duplex like we know them here in, in New England North, because there's no top four. And there's no basement, so it's just all one level. Okay, yeah. But, right, it is a duplex, right? So it's cut down the middle. And then you have, you know, you don't share a wall at all because you have the garage. The garage is in, in garage between. Garage in between, right? I got and you. Then you have, so, like, we never, and everything is cement, so you actually are pretty insulated. So we never heard her. I'm guessing she never heard us. Yeah. It was most times an older lady that lived there. Uh, and um, so it was like a, it was a, it was a dumpy place. Like, it didn't have, like, central air. Like we had like an air oh, conditioner unit, it never quite rough worked, in right. the summer. Like, and then Brian and I, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just kids. Yeah. So like, like for like a month, it was broken. We didn't want to call the landlords because we didn't know what to. Like we just, we just didn't want to like hassle. You just lived with it. Yeah. Like oh. And like for like a month, we lost our hot water. Oh. And we still, we just like took cold showers for like a month, and like we should just call. Well, like we just, we would, it was like our first real place on our own, own, and like we just, we just like we were fucking up left and right, just doing stupid shit, and um. We just do, and we would just like do stupid shit to each other. Like me is like so. Brian usually would go to sleep first. So one night Brian went to bed like really early, like nine. He had, I mean, he worked like a blue collar job, yeah. so uh, he would do like flooring. So he would like get, he get, he'd go to work pretty early. He would get pretty tired. So Southern Bill and I, we get kind of annoyed at that. So one <laughs> night we were doing road work a couple of streets down. So Brian passed out. So we just got all the road work stuff and put all of it in his room while he was sleeping. So we woke up. And he couldn't even get to his door. Cones like, and, and fucking signs and shit. Oh. <laughs> so we would just do shit like that because we were just so bored. Like you we were yeah. so bored. Like there was nothing to do in this town. There was no one. I didn't date the whole year and a half. I'm out there. And oh. like, I'm obviously a funny looking guy, but like I, I've always done okay enough with, with girls in this area. Cause I guess whatever this is, this me being like funny and annoying, whatever the hell I am, it works better here, I guess. Yeah. With women than it there. You know, well, it's no, a different sense of humor up North than it is down totally South. They're, right. they're not going to get and you. And if I'm not funny, I got nothing. So, yeah. so yeah. So no, I like, don't mean, I don't yeah. mean that. That's <laughs> no, not what not. I meant. Not what I meant. Uh, but it's just like, right. So that's, but that's my, that's yeah. how I meet girls right. by being funny and telling jokes and just, you know, doing that whole thing. But like, I would be sarcastic down there and people would just be confused. Yeah. They don't get it. Or, 
just like weren't really it's, it, i just wasn't i just didn't i had a really hard time i kind of even got communicating with people yeah um because i'm talking so fast and they were you know talking like this and oh man oh there goes our our southern like, listeners oh yeah great <laughs> sorry um learn to read how old um, was southern bill though what's that <laughs> southern, i'm gonna cover that how, how old was southern bill southern bill was orange okay right all right well that's good um, at least. it was funny because he always he was like balding so he kind of looked older <laughs> yeah but uh but he was already so right so the three of us were all the same age we all yeah. graduated high school the same year so like we all you know we had a, you know that in common. what did he do for a job uh i don't want to say okay that's right. uh yeah he had a good job professional job um right so he had a good job he's you know this professional guy and and you know had had a you know so right so he had like but like he could go into the office and kind of you know just kind of be hung over whatever plus we were young we weren't getting hung over yeah like i wasn't getting home i would go and i would get fucking wrecked like five nights a week at this fucking chili's and like get ruined and i like the next morning i wake up like no problem go to work and like you know three years later i wouldn't be able to do that but this time in life i would and like I, I, uh, it was just a lot of just the Florida experience was not a good one for me. Um, it was just, I just had a hard time meeting people. I'm used to like having like a, my network, my group of friends around. Of course. I'm used to like, I don't know. I, I think I'm one of, one of my strengths is like, I enjoy, like I especially back down in my twenties. I like meeting new people. Like I get people going and have fun. Like, Oh, let's all grab some drinks. And let's all have a good time yeah. and stuff. You know, the older I got, the less I like doing that. But at that point in my life, that was really important to me. And I had a really hard time. There just weren't a lot of young people around. What happened was anyone who was my age, at 24, that was a girl, was either uh, married already or like divorced with kids. And right. And like, I wasn't looking to be a stepdad. Right. That wasn't something that I really wanted to do at 24. I also wasn't mature enough to handle it. I knew that about myself. So you could like go after like younger girls, but like, I'm like, ah, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, sure. do I you know ask this 18 year old girl out at like the checkout at the, I'm 24, 25. Yeah. Like it gets, so the only single girls that have kids were like that age. Like we're in high school, literally in high school. And you're right. like, uh, you know, and you know, it, it just got kind of like weird. So like, it wasn't, I didn't feel like I had, now you go to Tampa, but then in Tampa, all they, you know, I felt it, it, maybe it's different, but it, it felt to me like all they cared about was like status and like money. Yeah. And I didn't have a lot of money. I wasn't, wasn't working a great job yet. I was living in this dumpy place in Zephyr Hills, which was great for us. It was, we were paying five sixty a month. Yeah. It's it was like, but it was just like, it was a bachelor pad. Right. Two guys, you know, it was, but it was like, you know, we didn't, we kept it clean as we could, but like, we didn't really, I mean, we didn't know fuck we were doing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, it was fine. It was just, it was a, it was a, you know, we didn't have pictures in the wall or anything. It was a, we had yeah. a dartboard we we would bring out we would one time we went we would just do stupid shit so uh we went and bought a ping pong table and left it and we put it outside and we had a beirut table outside we just played beer pong and people would go by and be like you guys are the boys that drink outside and that's what we were known like we would just, like we played beer pong or we'd play uh we used to have this uh um ball that you could fill with water yeah and you could uh, throw each other yeah um but we'd fill it with like like gross water and stuff and oh. throw each other and oh. like <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 and then across the street from us there was like this random field it was like a parking lot yeah. like, but no one it was for a, this church that was like a few streets down there but no one ever parked there but we just played football and football out there all the time so we're out there just like getting fucked up playing with football playing baseball all hours of the day whenever we had a chance and we were just having like a grand old time um but we weren't but we were just like it was just the two of you basically or the three of you. three of us really. right right yeah. it really was um but southern bill didn't have a friend group did they all leave were they all they like all left yeah like People went to college elsewhere and then they just stayed where they were. A lot of people didn't go to college. The mm. ones that did left. Yeah. 
and then like people go to like Tampa, like he went to college in Orlando. Yeah. So like, you know, but none of those people that he like, they would never go to Zephyr Hills. They would go the other way or they stay in Orlando. Right. So like, you know, a few times went to Orlando with him and like we met up with his friends there and they seemed a lot like cool or like, but it was just like, it was an hour and like 10 yeah. minutes away. Like it wasn't like You're a real, that most right. nights. Right. And you're just going to go to Chili's. Right. And that's like what we did. We also, you know, it was before too, you know, before Tinder, before all those things. So it wasn't a lot of like dating apps. Like there wasn't any dating apps. No, we all. met people at a bar. Right. That's what we did. So like, you know, and you meet people at like house parties and sure. like, but I didn't know enough people. There weren't house. No one my age was having a house party in Florida because they all had, had kids. Yeah. So like you go to house parties, but it'd be like high schoolers. We have kids a lot later here, don't we? Yeah, oh, you compared to there. Yeah, because yeah. there's not a lot to do. I don't, I don't know. At least back then, a lot of people, not many people were going to college. There's people like here. I mean, yeah, if you yeah, don't go yeah. to college, you start your life sooner because, yeah. you know, you don't have to go to college or anything like that. So you kind of just you get married, I think, earlier. And there are people, yeah, people just start much quicker. It was a whole different. I had, I never adjusted to it. I was there for a year and a half. I never adjusted to it. I was never really happy there. I had some good times there. And like, as we hit those years more and more, we'll talk about them. I'm surprised we just never ran into it yet. But yeah. as we hit those times more and more, we'll talk, I'll talk about them. You just didn't feel like it was home. It never felt like home. It never felt like a place I really wanted to stay. I always kind of knew I'd move back. And um, I was just like, it, it, it just kind of wore, it never, I never felt comfortable there. I never felt like these are my people. This is my yeah. place. It always felt weird and foreign to me. And maybe it's different if you live a lot of it had to do with the town. Like if I lived totally. in, in Tampa, although Tampa shuts down. So we would go to St. Pete a lot. St. Yep. Pete is where the Rays play. Yeah. And that was my scene. Like I really, we go from bar to bar there. Like we'd get a hotel room, say in St. Pete. I must have went to I don't know, 40 Rays games the two years I went there. Oh, wow. Because we go to Rays games every week. Because like something to do and we all throw baseball. Of course, yeah. And tickets were super cheap. You could buy them right there. It cost more to park than to buy the, than to oh, go to the game. Yeah, no one... It's all. It's always empty. Of course, empty. of course, so, you get in there. Right, especially oh four, oh five. The team yeah, sucked. Right. So like, you could go whenever you want. We go. I saw the Red Sox clinch the playoffs in oh four because they did it in Tampa. Yeah. So we go to every Red Sox game. We go to a ton of Yankee games. We go to like you know whenever we could. We go to the. the it was really fun. It was, yeah. I saw a ton of baseball there. Um. So we uh we went there and we would like do the, do the weekend thing and it was awesome. You're on the water, which I like. Um. This it was much more. It was less about status. Uh. It was much more just about like going to clubs, seeing a lot of live music. Good bars, not clubs like like nightclubs, but clubs like a bar that has live music. Um, I just felt like more, I felt like more at home there than I did anywhere else in Florida. It was in my times in St. Pete. Yeah, I had really good times there. Um, so we talked about you know, maybe we move to St. Pete, but like it just wasn't realistic. Like, I mean, to live in the city, like we never, neither of us really had the money. We didn't also know what we were doing. We didn't know like what a part. Like we were just so new to it. We just didn't know. Like, we go on Craigslist was there at times. So you go on Craigslist, be like, I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. And St. Pete is on the water; it's expensive. Yep. And Southern Bill, his um, his uncle owned a sailboat, so we would uh, a lot of times we just crash in the sailboat. Yeah. Um, which is cool. It's like a free hotel room, so we go to St. Pete quite a bit because we'd have the access to the sailboat. And a couple of times we went out sailing, um, which was super fun. And like, yeah. so you'd see that experience, but then you're like, oh, all these people have to show a lot of money. Like, you know, I don't have that. Yeah, that's the only way they I'm can working. Make it there. You'll hear the right. jobs I have later on, but like, they're shit jobs. Like, but one of them especially was like, a, you know, but I was just a kid. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So what happened to Brian? Did Brian stay? Brian stayed there. Did he, stay in, there. Did he stay in the same town? Uh, he did it for a while, uh, and then he uh, he goes he goes in right outside St. Pete now. Okay, yeah, he goes in Seminole now, which is he's on the water. He's like he's like a bike ride, I'm a block and a half in the water. Yeah, he's at nice. the beach every day yeah. almost. He's got he found the place where young people go now. Like he he figured the system out. Right. But we when we were there, we didn't know. Like this town is a big reason. That was the biggest anchor was the town. If I had to do it over again, I wish we had just done a different town. But we didn't know it's where his mom was. But his mom was looking to kind of like settle in and like yeah like she wanted to be close to work. She wanted to be close to her mom who was retired in Zephyr Hills. It's like 
But had we do it again, we should have done a different, different town. town. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll have a lot more Zephyr Hill stories if we hit 0405. It was definitely this weird period of my life, but yeah. The Florida years. Yeah, the Florida years. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Want to talk about what was going on? Yeah. Spaceship One became the first civilian spaceship winning the X Prize later in 2004. But this week, they set the civilian aircraft altitude record of 60 kilometers in the air. I remember this thing because as it uh, came back down to Earth, the the sort of the tail wing would flip up like 70 degrees and create more drag on its way down to slow it down. It was kind of a cool, cool idea. No one cares about space. No Everybody one cares, cares about space. space. No Everybody one cares, cares about space. space. It sucks. Space fucking rules. Space I don't know what to, why don't you, I'm not sure why you keep your phone on during the podcast. I, either. I put it on do not disturb, but for some reason I still get a text. I don't know why. Well, maybe you took it off to go look for all of the uh, actors that you couldn't remember because you're old. I think that was what it was. I had a high school friend just <laughs> send me a text. Uh, was it Brian? No. Oh, okay. I had my, my friend, Henry. Just sent me I think I know Henry. Uh, a screenshot of another high school friend's tweet, and he's mocking it. Oh, this is what, my life is. This is what you do? <laughs> you text <laughs> tweets to each other? Yeah, like, can you believe this? Like, this That's cute. Can, like, can you believe what this idiot did? You know? is, is Henry around? Henry's around, oh, yeah. I think I met. Was He was at your he's around. He's at my wedding. He's yeah, at my wedding, right. yeah. I think I met him. So all we do is, like, we just text each other tweets. Just text each other tweets or stupid things that we don't like. Same week, Piers Morgan was shit-canned as editor of the Daily Mirror, which is a British tabloid. Because they published photos um, that were allegedly depict, uh, allegedly depicting Brit- uh, British Army soldiers abusing Iraqi prisoners. But they turned out to be totally fake, and he got ousted and then ended up on our TV on CNN for a few years. Pierce. He was on Celebrity Apprentice, too. He was. He did, like, yeah, he did uh, not just – he did something else. He did, like, America's, America's Got Talent, too. He's kind of that. I never liked him. No, I don't don't have a fan of him either. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. Um, Also this week, much sadder, Gene Sprague took his life off the Golden Gate Bridge. I read about this when I was looking at headlines. Yeah, this is interesting. This is interesting. Yeah. So apparently he walked back and forth on the bridge for like 90 minutes. He went both ways. Have you ever been on the the Golden Gate? I've never been to San Francisco. Um, Oh, yeah. It's it's such a spectacle. It's cool to see. I want to go. The Bay Area is just cool to see because everywhere you go, you see the Bay. Everywhere you go, you see the bridges. Everywhere you go, you see the hills. So you always can orient yourself. Okay. And then if you're on these bridges or, you know, you you just see the whole kind of landscape of the hills going down to the water in this urban area. I mean, it's really, really pretty. But so, but walking, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge is the shortest of the bridges around there. You got the Bay Bridge is seven, seven miles long. And um, some of the other ones across the Bay are much, much, or, or even longer than that. But the Golden Gate Bridge, which goes from San Francisco to Marin County, um, it's only, I think it's like a mile or a mile and a half. It's not, not as long, but it's still, I mean, it's certainly beautiful and spectacular to see, but he was walking across, like back and forth across the bridge and he decided, you know, he, these, the, the guardrails on either side of the bridge are very short, like, you know, just a couple feet off the ground. Anybody can really just kind of hmm. get over there. So he did, um, jumped off 245 feet. You get going 75 miles per hour. 98% fatality rate. Mm. Uh, you know, either by, it's like going into a brick wall. Um, so there was a, uh, another gentleman, Ken Baldwin, who explained he was a survivor. He said, I instantly realized that everything in my life that I'd thought was unfixable was totally fixable, except for having just jumped. He survived. Well, they made a documentary of this. Right. So I'm getting there. Okay. Um, so in 2004, Eric Steele, uh, recorded the golden gate bridge, um, documentary called the bridge. Because the Golden Gate is the most popular like destination to kill yourself off. Yeah. Of. So he ended up cat- capturing Sprague's death, 
Um, and uh, so that, you know, but the film also shows that that was released in, I think, 2006, but 2004 was when he was recording. So we just happened to, to see it. And he said that he didn't know what Sprague was doing because he just looked like because tourists go ac- across the bridge all the time. Uh, so that, you know, so they'll walk one way and walk back. And, and you know, he, he saw he saw it, but he, he didn't. By the time he knew what he was doing, there was nothing, nothing they could do. So the film crew was actually educated on how to, you know, like help talk people off in case they did, they did see this happen, but it was like too, it was too late. Apparently, um, so the film also, so many people being, besides like the film showing, the documentary showing people jumping to their death, it's also showing people who were saved too. I guess they saved like six people from, Hmm. from jumping, like, you know, interacting with them and, and getting them getting them to to come back on um also showed in one case there was a woman that was traversing the upper railing to the uh and she was pulled back by a, like a passerby who had seen it and like sa- saved her life um but you know in most cases there was either no warning or you know just yeah. people were just going and, and jumping but have you ever seen that documentary the bridge i haven't have you i did see it a long long yeah. long time ago. it's it is harrowing to see because they, they capture a lot of imagine what that must be like when you're you jump and then like you regret it like the second you like you jump i can't imagine anybody not not, awful feeling everybody must regret it i mean i would i would i would expect most people are regretting it you know as they're traveling down really yeah i mean i would guess i'm thinking i I, because it's got to be so scary like that's that to do it that way has got to be so scary that and that's a situation where you know it's not a cry for help. Like that's a you, you got to know that you're really desperate. You're really going to do it. Like if you have pills or something, I guess uh, is that why you someone would choose that method? I think because, so. Because like there's no turning back. Yeah, I mean this guy um, Sprague, like he, I, it looked. He, they said that he was. He was it seemed like he was maybe deciding. That's why you know. Oh, I'm sure he was. I'm sure he's trying to get, get up the courage to do it. Or whatever, right. And, yeah. You got to know it's a fine. There's a finality there, or a gun. I mean, or that, or a gun, I guess. But if you do something like pills, I'm not discounting, you know, people's mental illness or perhaps wanting to to really die. But at least with pills, like there's there's that opportunity where someone could potentially fi- find you. So maybe that's more of a cry for help. Yeah, but but jumping off a bridge, yeah, there's a finality there. That's 245 feet. I mean, yeah, it's it feels like you know it's got to feel like pavement when you. Hit I it. think that jump must be just so scary. Like it must be. Oh, cause I would just be like, what is it like? I mean, I'm a little, hit? I'm a little like, uh, uh, heights are, are exhilarating, but kind of scary to me. Yeah. It's kind of that both. It's, it's kind of a good fear for me, but still looking down. I don't, I don't mind like heights. Like I can be in tall buildings. I don't like heights when I don't have anything around. Like yeah. if I'm like on a ladder, a ladder or something, yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I get really, I'm like, ah, I get really unsteady. I'm like, I don't like this feeling at all. So I can't imagine yeah. like, standing on the railing of <sighs> like that to me. It's like, Oh, I know that's super that's, surreal. It's awful. And, Really scary. Uh, really scary. Yeah. I always think about like the nine eleven people, you know, who jumped and oh. that's a different situation, but, um, but just imagine how that must feel. And they say, you know, you just like tumbling through the air cause it's such a long fall and like, it must just, oh God, like, like uh, what do you think about during that time? What do you think about when you're falling into from the bridge? I mean, the, and think about how much, you know, how right it, or right on the bridge, how, how, and what mental state you must be because you must like you must look down at that and just be super i would be so afraid like how like the life is more fearful you're more afraid of your life than than that yeah, jump is I mean, it just shows you how horrible horrible mental illness is that it can make someone choose that yeah like you know and it becomes so you know people who talk about who had like really serious issues with suicide and stuff to say hey, no like it's just so overwhelming there's no other there's no other way out but that way yeah and it must man to 
oh, the, you know, that poor spray guy, you know, what, what must those thoughts have been when he's walking the bridge for that for last hour? hour like, have, you yeah. know, well, he must be thinking such terrible thoughts about himself or about his situation. I don't really know anything about it, but like, it must've just been a really just awful, like that, that must've been just torturous, torturous, you know? And it's like, oh, you know, and you think like, man, just, you know, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I you know uh, when you are depressed, it does feel, it does. I can understand how someone would think, it's never going to get better. Like it, yep. it, you, you can understand, but yep. you know, it always does. It does get better. And I'm like, you know, but you know, it's just, you know, if you're really in a rough spot, it's just tough. It's tough. You know, I definitely have a lot of empathy and, uh, you know, sympathy, obviously, you know, for anyone in that situation, that's awful. I, that's tough. That's, 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 you know, we have a bridge here in New Hampshire, uh, the bridge between, um, uh, New Hampshire and Maine is a quite a drop off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, people do, I mean, I think someone did it this year. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, they pull over their car and they just, I think the guy just pulled over and just jumped. Like no warning. And you're like, oh God, man. But you know, it's uh it's not easy out there. Not easy. Not easy out there. Well it's tough. Yeah. Well it's tough. Uh that's a tough documentary though. I don't think I'd recommend it unless, you know. I mean it's it's certainly it's very moving. Yeah. You know, and you're seeing really an intimate thing. Like uh, yeah, particularly I mean it's it's also very uplifting when you see people get saved, but I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, you it's, probably you probably don't need to. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a lot. I think you can. I can handle that stuff more when I was younger. I could too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. The older I get, the less I can. I. I just. It gets. It just makes me so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So we are back next week. Back next week with 1988. How about that? So we're gonna go uh, hit Beetlejuice on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, Willow on Saturday, which is like free on Disney Plus, and then uh, the Patreon show is gonna be Moonstruck share nicholas cage right um so and then we are uh back with our patreon show this week with troy as tomorrow troy and another oh the uh, oh, uh maps yeah maps. yeah yeah right, right yep yeah um uh, is that what it was maps by yeah 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 right? by yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. um I think it's yeah 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 right? yeah yeah yes yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah 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 so many yeahs lately no yeah. exclamation points on this one yeah <laughs> you got you, you so you okay i gotta ask for you so you have seen the Chappelle show. Yeah, but it didn't uh it didn't really register. Maybe I didn't know who um Little, Little John, John was, was at the time and so it just didn't register. Have you watched the Chappelle show recently? I just don't remember. Oh, I did try uh, so it was on Netflix for right. that week and I did start watching it but he wasn't a, he didn't do that on any, I might have watched just like a few maybe 3 episodes and mm-hmm. he, it wasn't there yet. No, the prince sticks out in my mind or the Prince Charlie and Murphy James. and Rick James, like yeah. all that stuff really sticks out. In my I never mind. really watched. So the reason I bring it up is in the last show, we, uh, I talked about how little John, this reaction is ridiculous. And it said, it sounds, it should be a sketch, but it ends up, it was a sketch. It, it was, was a sketch. Chappelle show. Yeah. I never, I didn't really watch the Chappelle show a ton. Nothing. I think Dave Chappelle's a brilliant stand up. Brilliant. And he's a really good actor. And I loved, I used, so I watched the movie that, uh, what was the high, what the, uh, the marijuana movie that he did right before then? Uh, Half baked. I really liked him in that, and so that's why I watched the Chappelle show. Yeah, and I didn't love that movie as much, yeah. so it's kind of one of the reasons I actually didn't watch the show. And plus, I just was just busy doing other stuff. I guess I just yeah. I just didn't. It was on Comedy Central, and it, if if you're living in the moment, like Comedy Central was a big deal for sure. It had South it Park, but it wasn't like a major network show. Like it wasn't like everyone was talking about Chappelle's show all the time. It wasn't like that. It was it was a show that was on cable. Um, you know, it was. It was it was definitely a popular yeah. show. I mean, it got big ratings for cable, but it wasn't like I think in college it was pretty big. When I was at well, unit, people were talking about it all the time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. But like, I was it on you in college? I was like, was it was after that? It would have been after wasn't you it? in college. Yeah. Two thousand. I thought it started. No, you're right. Maybe I didn't. No, I'm just maybe my maybe my yeah, like college like, friend groups. I don't like, know. It was like you know, but I think in reruns it got like this life. Plus, I think people really came to respect Chappelle's brilliance because yeah. I knew him as a half fake guy. I'm like, eh, I'm good. 
Uh, but, you know, later, had I known... The stand-up Chappelle. Right. Had right. I known him better about his stand-up, or had I, you know, like, he's so good, even like a star is born. Like he's, yeah. He's, he's really good. And I think he's, like, hyper-talented. Like, anytime a special comes on now, I try to watch. Like, I Me think too. he's really good. Anytime he hosts us in LA, it's priority just to see the monologue. He's, he's great. Yeah, his last two specials I loved. On, he's, like, on the Netflix. most honest comedian yeah. working right now. He's great, and he doesn't give a shit, and he's, he's awesome. He also doesn't um, have any, like real nasty demons either like something like louis ck you watch him and it's kind of no, like, right, right yeah uh no Chappelle, Chappelle's great i think he's awesome um and i haven't so i didn't watch the show a ton because i just it just wasn't just didn't seem like something yeah, i yeah, love because yeah. a lot of the stuff the half-baked stuff I'm like ah, i'm good um and then when i when i kind of knew more about Chappelle, i went back and watched it, it just felt kind of dated like i didn't get it just felt like I was watching a seven-year-old sketch show, which I was, and I'm like, eh, I'm kind of, eh. The yeah. references weren't uh, fresh. But then if someone's like, hey, Chris, you got to watch this Chappelle sketch, I'm like, oh. And usually I always, almost always end up laughing. But I'd never seen it, but you said you've seen it, but you didn't know the little John thing. I forgot about it. Maybe he just didn't register. Like I said, I wasn't listening to that music, so I wouldn't have known. I mean, that song, what, what did we do? Uh, boo doop doo doop Oh, it was, yeah. It's yeah. The name of a fucking song. I knew that song, but I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it because I didn't give a shit about any of that. So... Maybe maybe just didn't register, or maybe it did, and it was fifteen years ago. I don't, I don't think I would have known Little John had I seen it when the show aired. I don't think I really knew Little John. Shows you how old I am. Really, more from like Celebrity Apprentice. I have no, um, oh yeah, I have no because he was on that show. I'm like, oh, this guy's character. Yeah. I'm like, oh, actually, I really like this guy. This person seems actually really cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, I didn't really. I mean, I've heard I heard that song. I guess. I well, certainly did. But you wouldn't expect that the guy saying, yeah, in the background or come on or whatever right. has, means anything. And I didn't really think about it that much. Like, I was just like, it was just kind of on. Exactly. Was, you know, I'm like, oh, this isn't really for me. I mean, I'm just going to like, you know, I didn't really like analyze like I do for the show. So, uh, yeah. So we, I guess we totally missed the vote on the Chappelle show thing. But I guess. Dave Chappelle. Whatever. Genius. We can't know everything. I don't know anything today. Today I have a mess. Kind of a, a scattered show for me. Not That's great. Right. Don't worry about it. What are you going to do? It, on to the next one. Mm. Episode 91, though. This one? Yeah. Huh. So we've really technically done a hundred shows, but the Patriot, I don't, we're, we're not really kind of, right. What are we but doing for a hundred shows? Have we decided yet? We got to do something. We did, we talked about it a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, we said. We, we should figure that out because it's coming in February, actually. Mm. We have some, also some of our Patreon um, people that paid the $50. So $50, you get to oh, pick yeah. the week. So you pick, so um, you get to pick every movie and every song that week. Uh, we had three wildly generous people do that. Um, so their weeks are going to be coming up in February and March. Right. I'll uh, probably stagger them a little bit. Um, but they, we have, they've picked some good weeks. I think there's some good stuff coming out. Yeah. So, those will uh, be fun. Those will be fun. And so we'll do that probably starting in February um, with those guys. But yeah, we have to do some for our show, right? Yeah. And you had an idea. I forget what it was, but we'll, yeah. well, yeah, well, let's, let's figure it. Let's do that. Now we got a couple things we need to figure out because there's another kind of special thing we talked about doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we should figure that out. Yeah. Um, anything else? Yeah. This has been Quantum Week.